Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, Darren, tell yeah. us how you discovered it. Oh man, it actually um, it was through testing the Gartley pattern. So it was in early days. It would have been 2012. Um, so I'd started working in the trading education business back in 2010, and started doing a lot of uh, strategy development in the 2011 2012 timeframe. And I started doing. Fibonacci ratios and pattern recognition that really stood out to me. So I was in the middle of testing Gartley patterns and like I kept seeing failures or Gartley patterns that didn't work out. And then there was like, it's just my personality that if everybody is doing one thing, I'm like looking the other direction or I want to do something different. And so as I was learning pattern formations and that type of thing, I kept thinking, okay, what happens if, if our, our B to C leg isn't contained within the X to A leg. And so just kind of allowed my mind to stretch outside of what was generally accepted inside that little niche of, of our industry. And then it was like, I, I remember I was sitting in the Keel's live trading room. We were hanging out and like I, I was testing and then I saw a certain Gartley pattern set up, didn't end up completing, but it was on like the back end of a major downward move. And I thought, man, I wonder if there's a way, like some type of rule set that I could have caught that move because I kept seeing it as I was testing patterns. I kept seeing this, this same kind of formation setup, And so I just started writing out a basic rule set for it. And it was within about two hours that I had the, the basic rule set up for the cipher and then started going back and testing. And I had done like, I want to say it was 20 or 30, uh, 20 or 30 instances on a Euro USD. I think it was on like the 60 minute or four hour chart and it was hitting at like 85%. I thought, man, okay, this seems pretty good. I'm going to do a little bit more. So I picked up another chart pound dollar and started running through that and got similar results. And so uh, I kind of took it to the, to the higher ups inside the company and said, Hey, have you guys ever seen anything like this before? And they're like, no, I haven't. Um, he's like, I think you might be onto something there. And so I continued to do a bunch of testing, spent like the next, month or two months just running through chart after chart after chart and I really didn't refine the rules very much from the initial rule set like the only I think the only qualifiers that we put on it were um, uh, it was like a specific that the the, the close um, yeah close points but like it was always the 786 was our our D point but just I, I found during the testing that we had a couple of instances where um, 
where our B to C move, like you would get a big spike on the B to C move, but it wouldn't close above, or I guess depending on which way you're looking at it, it would close lower than where our A point was at. So like we had our X to A move and then we get a big spike. And so I had to like refine the rules. Well, does it need to close below that point to be considered a valid move? Just a couple of things like that. But um, once I had that final rule set, then we took it to our mastermind group, which was about, I don't know, Keel, was it like 15, 20 traders within that group? Yeah, something like that. Good ones. And so, too, <laughs> yeah, like really, really good minds, like people that were really into pattern recognition, Fibonacci ratios, people that I could take this rule set and be like, all right, break this. Show me yeah. what's wrong. Like I'm seeing some really good results, you know, but when you're doing strategy development, like one of the most difficult things is not to fall into that, like that bias or like yeah, you, trying to see you, the winners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you really, really want it to, to be good because you're like, this is something that I created. Like how <laughs> awesome would it be? And that was one of the challenges when I took it to them. They were like, okay, so you went back and you did testing and you looked for all the winners. Now go back and specifically look for losers. Like basically just changing your reticular activating system to go back and try to find instances where it failed. And by doing that, you know, it, it changed, it changed our percentage. It wasn't significant. It was like less than, less than eight or 9%, I think is what it was. Um, but that it was, it was after we had done that, we're like, okay, it's worth showing to everybody. So we took it to the mastermind group and I basically said, here's the rule set, recorded some videos, showing them examples of it and then put them on their way. And then about a month or two later, like we came back, everybody had been testing it. I mean, they took it out on Forex charts, crude oil, gold equities, <laughs> like just trying to find it wherever. And what we saw was like going back to, like I said, it's 2012, we were going back to charts in like 2001 and finding patterns and so it was pretty cool but um after that month or two that's when we realized that we got something here and so we ended up creating a course based on just fibonacci ratio patterns and released it then so now it's kind of taken off since and it did take off like what happened with trading view because trading view developed a tool for it right yeah but it's last time i checked it like they used this cipher name but it's not plotting accurately and i never spent the time to look and see what it was doing wrong um, right i never talked to them like it wasn't something that i was working with them on they uh, used their I remember i brought it up to them um i've got yeah. it with, their, right with their regular pattern tools because they they measure fibonacci's a little bit differently so if you use the pattern tool yeah you're gonna get some weird ratios you're gonna get like a 127 that's really at like a 110 or something like that so right there was a lot of false sea legs or a lot of sea legs that people were measuring out as 127 extensions. And you're looking at it and you're like, that's way too close, man. And, and yeah. So I remember I talked to him about, you know, showing them how we do it, how we measure them and stuff like that. I never checked the tool to, to make sure it was accurate. Cause I just don't care. No, that they, much, I honestly. think they did. Um, I think they did change it, but it did. They? Yeah. I think the one that's named cipher, I think it specifically measures that 127 and, the way that we do it um so that's the, the one that's cypher not pattern tool or whatever the mm. other name for um but that was pretty cool because they were like hey this uh, you know once it went out there publicly and, and you know to give credit to darren he's not going to put this out there but there were discussions in the background like hey like should we should, should he patent this should he sell it or something like that and he's like no nah, just release it like yep. he doesn't want it didn't want his name on it he didn't want any copyrights any patents anything like that right like other people in this industry which shall remain, <laughs> remain nameless <laughs> um but yeah he just said let's put it out there i think it's you know it's just something that we think will help traders and 
and you know how TradingView is. It got there and it, it caught fire. Um, but unfortunately, it was, it was, you know, like most people, they don't actually take the time to learn it. They kind of just look for the yeah. shortcut. And there were yeah. just a lot of people doing it the wrong way. So I remember, you know, myself, I know Jason, we'd catch him on there and then leave little, you know, rarely do we comment. But I was like, hey, man, just may want to double check that. Yeah. Um, and we finally got to the point where we just talked to him about creating a tool just so that traders aren't kind of, so traders are doing less dumb stuff than they usually do. Um, I, I remember talking to you, Akil, and saying, look, they've, they've figured out the tool. I'm, I'm going to do a video on how to use that tool now. And it was my second, that was my second YouTube video ever. Uh, my second YouTube video ever was how to use that cipher tool on TradingView. And it's still online. It's still there. You yeah, can go I remember that. Yep. <laughs> no, Akil, you, you kind of hit it like... Um, a lot of times people say that I created the cipher pattern and I don't think of it that way. Like the cipher pattern exists, like regardless yeah. of my input to it, right? Like it's, it's something that was there long. Exactly. Yeah. We, we, we created the rules that allow us to find it consistently, but it was there before because it's, yeah. it's a, it's a pattern of human behavior and human psychology. Absolutely. And that's what I think that kind of unlocks a whole new world. Once you actually get into trading you've been doing it for a while you analyze the charts and for a long time you just look at it you see this up and down movement but once you really get into it you start to see that it's human behavior and you start to kind of understand what the reactions are i know one of the i can't remember what uh webinar we did where i brought in that video of the fight clip right yeah. and that's like you start yeah, to right. see that when somebody moves against you there's like that that reaction to fight back and then you're reaction to them makes them push back harder and it, it was kind of like that idea of the cypher is this battle between buyers and sellers and when you get a significant push then they respond back and i think it's just a natural tendency inside the market uh yeah. to start forming those patterns and i believe there's there's more if you spent time looking through it there's plenty more patterns in there that you could create your own that's, like yeah, we, we didn't find all of them you know um, that's what I love about trading like it is just a representation of human psychology and yeah. there's things and human psychology hasn't really changed for about 3000 years so right. as long as you know as long as those patterns are there there's going to be things that happen frequently in the market and it's your job to go and identify those things and go hmm that happens quite a bit I'm going to build some rules around this so I can capitalize on it consistently over time and that's essentially all it is. And that's why there are so many ways to make money in trading and there's no wrong or right. What 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 you won't see myself or Kyo or Darren or Charles saying is things like that system's wrong. Because like, that's ridiculous. Like that's one of the main reasons I hate like forums and trading forums and all that. And YouTube like is absolute poison. Some of the people on comments on there. I know Darren loves YouTube, don't you, Darren? <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> Aaron loves the comment section on YouTube. <laughs> but it's just full of people who are giving you're wrong. You know that's wrong. No, the market isn't going to do that, and it's just crazy. Like if any if any trader tells you no, that they know what the market's going to do or your system's wrong, just literally tread. You know, take their advice with a pinch of salt and run. Run the opposite way. That's my advice. I don't know yeah, anyone. I don't know any consistently profitable professional trader who tells people they're wrong, it, and, I, and I've been around a lot of them now. It's the same thing where people, you know, we're always in this battle between technical analysis and fundamental analysis, and you know, it's like you no know, one's not wrong, one's not right. It's just different methods. But the people that take that uh, approach to technical analysis and, and talk about historical testing is worthless because the past can't predict the future. It's 
it's just it's so ridiculous. Um, it's it's like you it's like you said. It, if even if you take human behavior out of it, um, <laughs> if you just look at numbers, right? Numbers do not lie, and patterns over time, over vast periods of time, do not lie. But when you look at human behavior and you look back at these things, there that's all it is. And, and as human yeah. beings, we're pretty predictable. Um, even when we change, we change very slowly. We don't change in massive groups we're pretty predictable and if you can understand that i mean you have a, a an edge in the market if you can totally. understand it and identify it on the chart you have an edge in the market but it, it just so that, yeah as uh, i totally agree man and there's always going to be people that don't need to test but they're very rare very few people don't need that that they've just you know they've got an appetite for risk they're all right with it and they're going to go and make find their way usually they have to have a lot of money to do that because they're, they're going to learn along the way but look, no one knows what's going to happen in the future. And our job is to just prepare our mind so it's psychologically stable so that we can go forward. So just forget about trading and take this analogy, right? Let's just say that we're going to go for either a bungee jump or a parachute jump, right? And we're going to go, we're in the plane and we've been signed up for it by our partner and we're going to go and do it tomorrow. And we're in the plane and we get in the plane the next day and we're going up, right? The, the thing that you're going to want to know is what's the success rate? What's the death rate? How often does this go right? How often does this go wrong? I just want to know that what my odds are, right? And by doing that, you're going to go, oh, okay, so not many people die from, from parachute jumps. It's very, very rare. It's one of the safest sports. And that's going to ease your mind and allow you to take the jump. Whereas... If you don't know any of that stuff, you're going to be a nervous wreck and, you know, you're going to be kicking and screaming and you're not going to actually do the jump. So going live in trading is having that backup to keep your mindset right so that you can actually at least have some historical black and white data that you can go, OK, I don't know that that's what's going to happen for definite, but it's better than nothing, right? <laughs> I'd rather go on that than not knowing. And that is essentially what backtesting is. So I don't really understand how anyone can argue the concept of, you know, you, you don't need to test or testing doesn't help your, your back, your trading. Because I don't know one successful, tra I know one successful trader that has never backtested and he had a lot of money and he had, he had a massive appetite for risk and he, he made it. But other than that, not one person. So, yeah, bit of a tangent, bit of a rant, but yeah, that's how I see it.